This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. Ministering is the servant of God, the senior pastor of Metamorphosis Christian Center, Pastor Fumi Ashaolu. Remain blessed as you listen. God bless you. Good morning. Please sit. Sit. You are going to stand again, but let me just greet you first. Amen. Happy New Year, church. Happy New Year to you all. I'm so glad to be back home. So glad I missed and missed and missed and missed you all. I really do did. Yes, I did. I missed you all and I'm glad to be back. And I'm grateful for what the Lord has done in our midst. I thank him for what he's doing. I'm excited also at what he will yet do. This year is just a beautiful year already. How many people can sense it? That this year, the word of the Lord says in Proverbs 4.18, do you know what he says? Can we have it? You are still going to stand up and read the scriptures with me, but just sit for now and let's just greet ourselves. It's, the first, it's my first time of being around you, so let's just enjoy ourselves. The Bible says in Proverbs 4, verse 18, it says, But the path of the just is like the, is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. That is the path of the righteous. Guess who is the righteous? Who is the righteous? Yes, you are the righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. You are the righteous. You've been bought and washed by the blood of the Lamb. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the righteous. And the word of the Lord says here that your path, the path that you take in life, your footpath, your life journey, as you navigate life, it says it's shining what? Brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. That is your portion. That is your lot. If you don't even know, maybe you've not even, you've not seriously understood what the word of the Lord is or what the Lord wants to do in your, in your life this year. We have a more sure word of prophecy. We have the word of God here. Amen. I know Pastor Sheo said it during the watch night service and I think maybe he mentioned it last week also that if the Lord decides not to give us a word of the year, you know he hasn't offended, he shouldn't offend you. Because he hasn't promised you that he will give, he will be giving your church a, a word of the year every year. Amen. God hasn't promised us. Is, is it written anywhere in the Bible that every year thou must get a word from the Lord for your church? Is it written? So the year God decides not to say, you have a what? A more sure word of prophecy. There are prophecies in here. There are things here written about you that the Lord has said about you. So you don't necessarily have to be waiting for the word of the year. But if the Lord decides to give your family your church family, a word of the year, then you would do well to pay attention to it. Amen. But the, the, in case it does not come, you have the word of God here. One of the word of God is that my path is shining brighter. This year, whatever it is that my life has been in 2023, you know, and the, all the years gone by, this year is supposed to be what? Better. Brighter. It's supposed to be shining better. It, things are supposed to happen to me more. Better things are supposed to happen. So you're going to just believe that, expect that, and trust God to experience that this year in the name of Jesus. Your path is shining brighter. The Lord, for this house, the Lord has given us a word. He's given us a good word. He's given us a word and he said to us, he said, that the, his spirit is going to lift us up. We are going to experience a lifting, an elevation, a promotion. Amen. A being carried up, a being strengthened, a being helped. The spirit of God is bringing help to us this year. He's helping us to stand where we have fallen before. He's lifting us up away from the decadence so that we can see better, we can see farther. Amen. You remember the ark, when the ark, uh, um, the... the, the when, um, when the, 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 the flood happened and the, the ark was lifted as the water, as the rain kept pouring and pouring, the, the, the ark was lifted. And then the people inside the ark were saved. Amen. They were saved from the, the, the destruction that was going on on the earth as at that time. The Lord lifted them with that ark. In the same way, the Lord is going to lift us this day. He's going to lift us this month. He's going to lift us this year. And you're going to experience the glory of the Lord. He said, when you are lifted, he said, and then I saw that the, 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 the temple was filled with the glory of the Lord. That lifting that is happening to you this year is so that you can see the glory of the Lord. 
It's so that you can see better things and bigger things that the Lord wants to do with you, that he will do for you, that we do with you, and that we do all around the world in the name of Jesus. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this year, and I want to ask that you also get excited and remain excited in the name of Jesus. Amen. So good morning, church, once again. We're going to stand, and we're going to read from um, Matthew 25. I've titled what we're looking at this morning. You know, there is, the, there is that temptation to just rush into the year. You know, but Paula was saying it as he was leading prayers this morning, that the year, has, you know, the year is fast. Today is already, what, 14, right? Yes, today is 14. By tomorrow, February, uh, January is broken into half already, more or less. Amen. This, the year is running, but I also don't want it to get pressured. For those of us that you have not seriously started the year, there is hope. Say there is hope for me. It would have been good though if you have started. But even if you have not started, don't be pressured. So I believe what the Lord has for me to give to you this morning is something that is going to help you simplify what you should be about in the year 2024. There's a lot of hula balu about, you know, the year has started, or the year has started, or the year is running, you oh, know. What are you doing? Do you have your goals? Do you have... So, the, the pressure can be much. You're like, what are, what, are, what are we even about? They said there are three kinds of people in the earth. People that, the people that make things happen, the people that watch things happen, and the people that don't even know what just happened. As the year is running like this, there are some people that in their mind, they are thinking, what exactly is even happening? Even though we know it's a new year. But, they, you know, they are so confused. But for life, saying the year is running, you know, the year is running. People are saying, what is it? What am I supposed to be doing exactly? Which one should I focus on? You know, the shout is almost getting them jittery. They don't even know. So those people are, they are like, they don't even know what is happening. And some people are already making things happen. happen. And some people are just watching things happen. But I believe that the word of God I am bringing to you this morning will simplify, will help you to simplify what you should be about this year. How you should engage 2024 so that you are not pressured. So that you can take the right steps and right, you can go in the right directions and you can make progress and make success with this year. Amen. Matthew 25, we'll read from verse 14, we'll read to 19. We'll read it out loud. Matthew 25 from 14. Okay, let's go. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and he settled accounts with them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you this morning. We give you glory, we give you praise for bringing us together again. We thank you for the gift of life. And Lord, we pray that you will help us to make the best of these gifts of life that you have given to us in this year, 2024, in the name of Jesus. Father, we open our hearts to you this morning. We ask that your spirit will engage us. We ask that you will open our eyes, open our hearts. You will open our ears. You will help us to gain wisdom this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for all that you will cause us to see, to hear, to know today in the name of Jesus. We'll give you praise, our Father. We bless you even for those that are watching online and those that will watch after now. I pray, Lord, let your unction, let your anointing be upon this word and let it so richly bless us all in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Father, for we've prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have your seats. God bless you. So this morning, I'm bringing you a word. It's a quick word, I believe, and I've titled it Maximizing Your Season of Lifting. Maximizing Your Season of Lifting. I'm going to resist the temptation to even go into the word of the Lord for us this year. But I want to just help you simplify what you should be about this year. I want to make it easy for you. I want to make it as, as elementary, elementary as possible. I want to make it as simple as possible for you this year. What should I be about this year? What should, what should take my priority this year? What should I focus on? How do I engage this year? 
you know, and the, I pray that the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So I want to talk about maximizing the season of your lifting. And I want to quickly share two stories. Two stories that happened around the time I got married. Just to help you understand the word maximize. You know, the, um, I, I got married and my, let's see, my, my brother, that's my, my elder brother, that is like two years older than me. I got married at age 27. He was 29 at the time I was getting married. He gave me or gave us an open check, my husband and I, as part of our wedding gift that was given to us. He came into money early. Before he was 30, he made his millions. Amen. And so he gave me a check. I, can, I won't forget. Gateway Bank. How many of us remember Gateway Bank? Some of you don't know Gateway Bank. <laughs> okay, it was a Gateway Bank um, check. He gave me an open check. Gave it to us and said, your wedding gifts. So that is one, um, one gift that I got. Another gift that we got from him, he gave us a car. And I want to say to you, looking back, that gift of uh, open check that I gave to us, I did not maximize it. I did not even do anything with it. And some of us, you know, part of my reason of sharing this story is that it will help you, you know, as you look into your life, you are telling yourself, I'm not going to be like Pastor Fumi. I'm not going to be like that. Amen. I'm not going to waste opportunity or waste any open check that has been given to me by the Lord this year. Amen. Please make up your mind. I was given an open check. I didn't do anything about that check. Why? I was being, um, what do you call that word now? I was being, uh, I remember, considerate of my brother. Consider what? Considerate. I was being considerate of him. Every time my husband would say, let's use this thing, I would say, wait, I don't think, you know, you might not, you know, what are we even going to put on it? At the end of the day, I didn't make anything out of it. That opportunity came and then it went away. I didn't use that check at all. But then the gift of car, of car he gave to us, we made the most use of that one. The first, our first Sunday together, we went to church as married couple in a cab. We had a car. But we had not learned how to drive, both of us. We couldn't drive it. So we left it at home, jumped car or cab, cab, child went to church, came back. My husband said, no, we cannot continue like this. We have car. We should do something about it. And the second, the next Saturday, he went out to go learn how to drive. Our neighbor took him out. And within two hours, they were back. Guess who was driving the car? My husband. My heart was in my mouth. As I opened the curtain upstairs like this, and I saw the car coming, and I looked very well, and it was by saying, he's going to eat something today. He didn't eat anything. From that Saturday, he continued to drive till he went to be with, with the Lord. Amen. That particular car, we drove it. He, lent me, he taught me later how to drive with that same car. You know, that car, we, we, we drove it. We got our own car, another car. And we were able to give out a car gift to some other person, maybe within three years. Because of the, the, the um, what's it called, the, the um, benevolence that we enjoyed. Somebody gave us a car. So you can see that that car went full cycle. We learned how to drive. We made use of it. Me, I learned how. He taught me. He learned how to drive. He taught me how to drive. We drove and drove it. We bought our own car. We were able to give out car to somebody. Not that same car, but another car because of this one. But that car did something to us. That's what I'm telling you. We maximized the gift of that car. Whereas the other gift we did not maximize at all. Two gifts from the same person. I don't want you to be like I was as at that time. You have a gift of a whole year. It's a gift. Some of us have started unwrapping, unwrapping our gifts of one year to see what is inside it. What does the Lord have in store for me this year? Some of us have already started doing it. Some people, like I said earlier on, they are still watching what is happening, wondering which direction is this year going to go. But I want to help you this morning on how to maximize this your season. Maximize your season. Isaiah 55 verse 6. The word of the Lord says, Seek ye the Lord where he may be found. Call upon him when he is near. When the Lord is determined, I want to do something in your life. If you, if, you, if, you, if you reach out to him at that time, if you decide to lay hold of him at that time, you will get the most out of him. God has plans for you and I this year. He has said his plan is that he will lift you. His plan is that you will receive elevation. You will receive promotion. His plan is that life will become way better for you this year than it's ever been. And your portion is that it's actually like that. Your life should increase. Your journey should become better. When they look at last year, they should say this year is better. That is your lot. And that is what God has intended for you. But it's now left to you 
If you are going to experience it the way the Lord has intended, or you will not. It is left to you if that checkbook, or check rather, will remain unused, or if it will be maximized. The plan of the Lord is that you will maximize it. In his mind, he wants to lift you up. He wants to enlarge you. He wants to make you expanded. Amen. He wants to bring more into your life. He wants you sharing testimonies. He wants you saying, Lord, thank you. He wants you saying to people that it is good to work with the Lord. He wants you saying, you know, saying things that you have seen happen in your life and you are, you are encouraging other people to follow the Lord because they can see what he's doing in your own life and they are encouraged to work with the Lord. That is the plan of the Lord for you this year. But it is left to you if it will happen like that or it will not happen like that. But I'm, I'm asking this morning that you join forces with God to enjoy the benefits that he has intended for your life this year. Amen. Maximize, let me quickly give you what that word means. It means to act, it is the act of making something greater or bigger. Greater or bigger or larger. That is what maximize, maximize means. The act of making something bigger or larger. God wants you to maximize this one year that is given to you. He wants you to make more out of it. And I just want to quickly tell you a few things that if you will, if you will take a, a hold of these things, can make your, 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 your experience of 2024, can make you experience maximizing this year. Making it bigger, making it larger, you know, as the Lord has intended for you and I. Amen. The number one thing I want you to do, and this is, I believe this is the wisdom of God, is that you are not in a rush to pack up with last year. You need to go back to last year. This is the best way to start your year. Go back to last year and look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of last year. What went right last year? What went well last year? What did not go well last year? What were my gains last year? What were my losses last year? This makes you stronger. Don't be in a hurry. It's a new year. Let's just quickly start running. See, they said somebody, you, the speed is not needed for somebody that is running in the wrong direction. You, under, you agree with me, right? And when you want to start a journey, the best time to look for direction is not when you are midway. It's at the beginning. Don't get off. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 it's a new year. You just start and you just, anywhere Belefius, you are running. Because it's a new year. Calm down. Tell your neighbor, calm down. You are not through with last year. Say it to your neighbor. Do this one thing with last year and then you can move on. Do this one thing and you can move on. Do this one thing and you can close it. Even though you still have cause to come back to it. This is how companies get stronger. When you say that, um, in, in, um, you know, this particular phone, iPhone something, what is the iPhone? Ah, yes, iPhone right now. 15? Yeah. How did they arrive at 15? They looked at iPhone 14, iPhone 13, iPhone 12. They looked, what did we do right? What did we not get right? What can we improve upon? What did people complain? What, what, were, what were our losses? They looked at it, and then they improved on it. And that's why you have iPhone 15 right now. If you are going to have a better you this year, it will happen one of the ways, not the only way. One of the ways that's going to happen is that you take stock of what went right last year, including what went wrong last year. You are going to learn from it. I know very well that we learn more from our problems, our challenges, our losses, than we probably learn from our victories. But we should learn from our victories. You agree with me? But that's one of your... But, but for people that are, not, um, that are not strong, that also are not smart, they are quick to run away from their losses. They are quick to say, you know, I failed. I don't even want to be reminded about it. But you are better if you rem remember what happened. What happened? What did I do wrong? What did I not do well? What were the things that made me fall last year? What were the things that did not make me achieve some of the things that I achieved? Maybe the way I spent my time. Maybe the direction I channeled my energy. Maybe my relationships, my friends, I had friends that were not going in the same direction I was going. Or they, I had friends that were not, they, they didn't love the Lord or know the Lord as much as I, 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 I knew the Lord last year. And so they slowed down my pace. You need to look at what went right, what went wrong last year. Look at last year. Take a stock of the things that went right. And tell yourself, the things that went right, I'm going to repeat it again. Is it okay to do it? As in, you got it right. 
Maybe you, you were able to get your assignments done without, maybe you overcame procrastination last year. What did I do? Those things that I was afraid of, I ran towards them and I got them done quickly. That is something that you can take a hold of and say, I'm going to repeat this, this new year. There is no point reinventing, the, 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 you know, the, reinventing something. If you have something good, hold on to it and repeat it again. Amen. So that you can have more good experiences. You can have more successes. I've, I've been able to get success in this area of my life. I'm just going to continue with it. The Lord might bring wisdom along your way to make you improve it. But if you have something that is going well, make up your mind, I'm going to do it. Maybe last year you were able to, maybe you prayed, you made sure you prayed well. You told yourself, I'm going to talk to the Lord when I wake up. Maybe the first how many minutes or one hour that I wake, I'm going to do this without talking to anybody, without looking at my phone. And you were able to achieve it, say 70%, 75%, 80% of last year. So you're going to tell yourself, well, I switched off my data the night before. Such that when I wake up and even I check time on the phone, I'm not tempted to begin to look into charts and stories. I go straight into maybe reading my Bible or praying. If something worked well for you last year, take a stock. That is how we improve ourselves. That is how we become better. So look at last year. The things that went right, the things that you did not do well. Why did I not do them well? Why? What happened? Ask yourself these critical questions. That is how we become better. This is how companies and organizations become better. So if you are going to become better also, you need to do that. You need to take that inventory. You mustn't be in a rush to pack up with last year. There is a lot of, of goodness in last year. Lots of experiences in last year. Lots of lessons that you can learn from last year. So and I'm asking you this morning, take hold of these things. Bring them to heart. Write them down. Note them and tell yourself, I'm going to repeat this again. And where I fell, the things that made me fall, maybe you, 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 you lingered with some things or you, whatever it is that made you fall, whatever it is that you, did, you don't like, that you didn't do well last year, tell yourself, can I really remember what and what made me not to do well in this area? Ask yourself, with the help of the Holy Spirit, if you are able to get those things, then you can tell yourself, I'll watch out for this. I won't do this next time. Amen. Maybe reading Bible on your phone was a challenge because you left data on. So by the time you started reading, you just divert into something else. Somebody just sent you a chat, somebody, and you got distracted. You are telling yourself, okay, I think I'm better off with my paper Bible this year. Or I'm going to turn off data. And until I'm done with my Bible reading or praying, I'm not going to turn it on. That is, it looks simple, but that is if you receive that wisdom, looking at your life last year, you can forge ahead. You can become better. So please, I'm, I'm, I'm appealing to you. We have a word of the Lord for the year. But before you begin to charge off and begin to take off and run into this next year, tell yourself, I need to go into, into this new year rather. Better prepare. Don't just run off. And like I said, it would have been good if you started, you know, like on the 1st, or you started like on the 31st. You're already ready. Everything is, you've done some of these things I'm saying now. But even if you have not done it, it's not too late for you. It's still better for you if you do it this second week, third week of January, done. You just continue. And at the end of the day, you don't make as much. The beginning of a thing matters. So settle and start well. Look at last year and get your gains for last year. Get your lessons, why things didn't go well. Minute all of those things, write them down, note them, and make up your mind that you are going to gain wisdom from these things as you run into the following year, into this new year. The number two thing I want to say to you, is that you find out what the, what the Lord is doing right now. I'm talking to you about how to maximize your season of lifting. It's a season of lifting. The plan of the Lord is clear. He wants to lift. He wants to elevate. But I'm telling you, we can miss out on it. My brother had a good mind of blessing our lives, but we did not maximize it. But you are going to maximize your own season. One of the ways to maximize the number two way is that you find out what the Lord is doing now. What is the Lord doing now? What does the Lord want to do? Usually for an eagle, when an eagle is, is, you know, when there is a storm, the eagle just looks for how to align, how to position itself with a storm, without wind, that wind that is probably carrying houses and carrying cars and doing a lot of havoc. The eagle sets itself at an, at an angle, aligns itself with that wind, and that wind is carrying it. 
that wind is helping it. If you learn to understand what God is doing now and you align with it, you can be sure that you, will, you are on the path of maximizing, your, 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 maximizing this season of lifting that God has for you. If you find out what God is doing, because I have found out that God is only interested in what he's interested in. Amen. God will do what he wants to do. If you make up your mind that what you want to do is to be asking God, you want to force him to put his blessing on something that he's not interested in or what he hasn't planned, you'll just be wasting energy. But if you find out, Lord, what exactly do you want to do? And let us go back to this scripture that we read. Matthew 25. You can see that the, the, the master came back. We didn't read that part. He came back and he was... Let, let's start from the beginning. The scripture says here that this kingdom is like a man that is traveling to a far country. And he called his servants. And then he delivered goods to them. The master had things in mind. When he delivered goods to them, what do you think the master is interested in? He's interested in business. He's, he's, he's interested in transaction going on. Amen. The master, was he interested in decorating their hands or their lives with the goods he gave them? That these goods of um, five bags of uh, whatever, just put it in your living room and use it to decorate the living room. Is that what he's interested in? No. He said he gave them goods. That's what the NKJV says. He says he delivered goods to them. That is already suggesting to you what the master is about. This master is not about any other thing apart from transacting business. I, I love business. You can already see it. He gave them goods. So you also need to find out what is the Lord about in the 2024 of today, in Nigeria of today. What is the Father interested in? What is, because it is what is, what is interested in if you partner with him, if you align with him, you can be sure of provisions. You can be sure of resources. You can be sure of his commitments. You can be sure of his help. You can be sure of him, you know, coming around to, to lift you, to help you, to give to you, to help you on that course, in that assignment, because he is interested in it. He gave them goods. And the scripture says there that everybody was giving what they can handle. This year also, God is not giving more to some people beyond what they can handle. Everybody will get what they can handle this year. It's the same 365 days for all of us. But in that 365 days, God is delivering different levels of goods to all of us. Different opportunities will come to all of us, but God is not partial. The person that God gave three talents or three, um, what's it called, two, that he gave two to, he gave him two because that is what he could handle. The person he gave one, did he love the person less? Some of us can look like the guy, he probably was offended. Why did they give me one? They gave this other person three, they gave two, they gave this other person five, me one. They should come and take their one. But if God had given him two or given him three, it would have been wickedness. It would have been like carrying, giving a, a, a university school bag full of books. Imagine somebody in pharmacy or somebody in medicine. You know how big their bags used to be? All those big, big textbooks. You now give that textbook to Emisi to be carrying to school. You know, I've seen some children, some primary school children, and you wonder, I think there have even been some cases where the children developed something at the back, right? Developed um, problems at their back because of the heaviness of the bag that they used, the, the backpack that they used to carry to school. God, if God had given this person that had the capacity for one, he had given him three, he would have been struggling with it. Out of his love, he gave him one. This is what you can handle. This is what you can handle. If you take care of, you will do your own. If you give it your best. All that, the person that had two, by the time he came back, he said, I have two more. What did he do? He doubled it. The person that had five, by the time he came back, he had five. What did he do? He doubled it. For this person that had one, for him to, to for, for the person that had, um, if they give, if he had given the person with one, if he had given him two, for him to make another two, he would have needed to do more than his energy, more than his capacity. So this year, God will give you what you can handle. But you also need to make up your mind to maximize every opportunity that he opens up to you. So the number two thing I said, I said, find out what God is about. Let me simplify life for you. Two things. Two things, I believe, that as Christians, 
should be our highest. Two things, just two things. Say two things. These two things mature as a Christian. Grow in your image of Christ. That is your number one thing as a Christian. If they say, what is your life about? Two things. That's to mature, to grow, to become more transformed, to become more like the Lord Jesus. Give it your best shot. And number two, reproduce. Those are the two things. Grow and reproduce. That is all the Lord wants from you. Is he asking for too much? He's not asking for too much. Those are the two things. Everything you are going to run, you know, run for, run, you know, run, go, go, go about this year, tell yourself these two things. Am I maturing in the image of Christ? Am I becoming more Christ-like? And am I giving birth? Am I doing anything, any kind of work to push forward the kingdom of God? We prayed about it yesterday. We prayed about our works. All the works that we will do this year, we prayed about it last night, yesterday. The works you will do, maybe you are a father, maybe you are a mother, maybe you are a single lady, a single man. You have your job, you have your business, you have your career. You have a friend in the neighborhood. You have a, maybe a younger brother, a, a, an older brother in your family. You have friends. All the works that you will do to make this world a better place, that is reproducing. That is, you are adding to what is going on on the earth and especially in the kingdom of God. With all of your activity, all I want to do is grow, become more like the Lord Jesus and look for how I'm going to contribute my quota to what is going on on the face of the earth. Amen. God, that, those are the two things that the Lord expects of you and I. These two things. Every other thing, you know, we, we, there was a time that we, we um, at the PCG, we had... Um, can't remember what the topic was but we had this topic where we told ourselves um if you are given like a bucket and you expect you are given a bucket and then you have a, a a big stone and then you have pebbles you have sand you have water and you and maybe yes you have water and you are told fill this bucket how do you fill this bucket how do you fill it the the best thing to do is to get a big rock let it settle very well inside that bucket, first and foremost. That will be the two things I've told you now. Because there are other things that you are about in life. You are going to make money. Amen. For people that need to find love, you need to create time to find love. It, it, it takes time to find love. Amen. People that are working, you know, some people that, for security reasons, I don't want to mention their names. They have, they are spending their time, they must be working, working every time you, to get time to, for them to come and see you in your office. You need to probably pay off some of their time. Amen. I'm sure he's understanding me now. You need to pay and say, okay, because they want to work. They want to, God forbid, also. So everyone want to also. But you're going to do other things. They're going to look for money. You're going to look for love and find love and be found as love. Amen. People are going to settle down in marriages this year. Amen. People are going to come into good relationship, healthy relationship that will end up in marriage. Amen. We are going to have more babies this year. Amen. You know, I found myself asking a question yesterday. I said, did we have a baby last year? I thought only because I'm like God, so I know the kind of prayers to pray. <laughs> People that need to get busy making babies. Amen. So all of these things will take time. Even made, making babies, some people, they calculate money also. Am I ready to ask another child to come? Because it takes money. So you're going to look for money. You're going to look for time. You are looking for time to just be by yourself. But I'm telling you, get your bucket. Let that rock be sitting pretty inside that bucket, first and foremost. Seek first the kingdom of God. Everything that is going to lead and transform into you maturing as a believer in Christ Jesus. Maturing as a disciple of Christ Jesus. Growing up. In the, into the image of the Lord Jesus, in your character, in your, in your, in your, that is the fruits of the Spirit now, amen. Where you are increasing in, in kindness, you are increasing in humility, you are increasing in faithfulness. Everything that is going to, you know, add to that is tending towards your maturity. Somebody understanding what I'm saying? So the first thing, let the rock sit inside that bucket. Then you can add the pebbles. The pebbles will probably be, you know, your, the work you do to make money, your business, your career. You are raising a family. Amen. You have a skill that you want to learn. You want to learn a new skill this year. All of those things, let them now come in later. 
But the first thing first, block it out. God, first. What is God doing today? For the man that, at the end of the day, the one that had one talent, one talent was taken away from him. And it was given to the one that, that had, you know, more. In, uh, um, um, what's it called? Um, um, in this particular example, it was given to, if you want more resources, if you want the Lord to look in your direction and bless you and commit more into your hands and entrust more into your hands, you need to be about what he is doing. Tell yourself, God, I am a developer in my office. What do they call Maybe a web developer? That is my career. That is what I do. I'm a, I'm a fashion designer. But as you are doing that, uh, as you are building that career, as you are doing that job, whatever business you are about, maybe you are, you, are, you are a housewife, you are taking care of children, you are raising children, you are telling yourself, I want to mature as a Christian. I want to see how I can contribute my quota to what is going on on the face of the earth. Those two things, every day we must be about it. Every other thing can now, you know, come in. Your pebbles, your sand, all of those things, you can now pour it inside that bucket. But first and foremost, let the Lord be sitting pretty in that place. So, one of the, I've told you like two ways right now. Look at last year, the gains of last year. Make sure that you harvest from it. This year, find out what God is doing and align. Align yourself with what God is doing. The responsibility that he has given you and I, he expects us to grow, he expects us to make disciples. With every other thing that you are doing, that is what God is still interested in on the face of the earth today. That is what the Lord is still interested in. These things, if it is uppermost in your heart, is going to drive how you love people. You are going to tell yourself, am I loving more this year? So you are not just running off to achieve your goals for this year. It's going to translate into, am I, a more, am, I, am I a more lovable person? And am I loving other people more? Because that will mean you are maturing as a believer. Things that got you agitated and got you ir ir maybe irritated last year. You were impatient with people last year. You are telling yourself, I don't want to be, I want to commit to more this year. I want to be a better brand, a better version of a believer in year 2024. You are saying to the Lord, Lord, help me this year. Help me to be, to be more faithful as a believer this year. I want to be more faithful. That is your maturity. You are not just running off because it's good to have plans for the year. I have my own before the year came in. But if you are going to receive the help of God, if you are going to receive the helping of God, if you are going to receive the lifting of God, if you are going to maximize this season, find out what the Lord is doing and tell the Lord, I want to align with you. I want to align with what you are doing. You want me to be a better Christian? You want me to be a more productive Christian? I am signing up for those two in my life. Every other thing that you are doing, let it revolve around these people. Let it revolve. Let it revolve. You are learning more humility. You are learning more faithfulness. You are telling yourself, I want to be more dependable this year. When I give my word, I want to be my bond. I want it to be my bond. When I tell them I'm going to be here, I will be there. And if I'm not there, I'm going to apologize. Amen. That is, you are committing to growth. You are committing to maturity. Those are the things the Lord wants to do. Much more than giving us, like, let me not tell you how many millions I have said should pass through my fingers this year. And God is faithful. He will do it. He will do it, especially when you have signed up to say, Lord, what you want for me, I want. I want to mature as a believer, and I want to be repro reproductive. I want to be fruitful. I want to be productive. I want you to know that you can count on me. Because God wants to increase you know, his, his knowledge in, in the earth. God wants to increase his knowledge here. He wants more people to know about him. God is about that this year. The agenda of God hasn't changed. We are the ones that go in and out of, out of um, what's it called, year, a new year, an old year. You know, God does not really have new year, and, but he helps us so that you can maximize the season. He doesn't allow seven years to just go. If not, some people, they will do seven years before they now realize, wow. But God gave us, he breaks it up for us. He will say, what year has ended? Okay, um, breathe now. Take a, take a break. Look at that last year. What have you done? Well, what have you done? Is there anything you want to change? Yes, sir. We have quickly change it before we go on another. It is the mercy of God. And I said to us last, we don't need to wait for every year. You can do this at the beginning of any new month. 
You can do it at the beginning of any new week. This is part of the reason why we do it every day also. Amen. So you are looking at what God is about. And then number three, you are getting a plan for how to run the year. A plan. That is where your goals for the year come. That is where they come in. So it's not seriously your goals first. This is where your goals come in now. What are your goals for the year? What are your plans? It has been proven. You might be there. Maybe you're angry at all these. Um, there was a particular year that I used to be very angry. Anywhere I turn on the internet, the beginning of a new year, they just say, what is your goal? Yeah, I mean, uh, do you have smart goals? Have you technical goals? I was just tired. That particular year, I told myself, I'm not, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> Nobody should bother me. They should leave me alone. I will make something out of this year. But the truth is, it's been proven that people that plan usually make better use of the year than people that don't. So you can be angry at all of because right now, if you check on the internet, everybody's talking goals and plans and how to make your... We did it before the end of the year. I think singles, Sister Kemi taught them, you know, towards the end of the year as we're closing up. You can be angry. That was this noise self. Because if you really don't have a plan, you will feel like that. That was how I felt that year. Because I didn't do any plan. I, I, I didn't want to be bothered. So anywhere I turned, I was angry. Why is it self? Is it that somebody will not make it without a plan? It is, you will make it. But you can't make it as much as people that have plans. You know, planning always trumps not planning. So please plan. It would have been good if you did this like towards the end of last year or the beginning of this year, you started doing it. But if you have not, tell your neighbor, if you have not, you are not condemned. Please tell your neighbor again, if you have not drawn up your plans, do not be condemned. But do it this week. Yes, do it this week. You need to have plans for the year. You need to sit down. Like my son was saying, I want money. I said, you see, you want money is nothing. You want money, even me, I can dash it so that you leave God alone. You want money, take maybe 20,000. Since you didn't say the amount, take 20,000. And just forget you want money. You have seen money. So leave God, free God, so that he can spend more time with some of us. He can have time to hear the cries of some of us. That's a wrong thinking. But just don't make it blank. Make good plans. Plans that you can measure. Something because if, if you need to be able to measure it. How much are you trusting the Lord to make pass through your fingers this year? Do you have plans for savings? Do you have plans for investments? How much um, transformation do you want to see in your life? Maybe you used to be very angry. You are a better off person now. Last year, the Lord walked with you. But Lord, I'm still saying, God, I get easily angered. I still want to step it down. I want you to work on me more. I was saying to, who was it? I was saying it to, that, you know, the media team, not media, um, editorial team, they gave us uh, Medium. Medium is an app. And they, they, they churn out um, um, write-ups and articles through that medium. And I was saying to someone that, you know, I, you know, I, I, tried to, I tried to subscribe to the app, but then I realized that maybe because it was taking too, I, I felt it was taking too long a time, and I'm sure the time that it was taking would probably not have been up to like a minute, but I didn't have it. And I told myself that, wow, I mean, I can be impatient. I can, but after that time that I talked to you, I realized that I got mails from them. So that means I actually signed up. And I thought, but I'm sure I didn't sign up the first, the second, the third time. Because I felt it was, they are taking, because once you click on it, in this age, you know we can be very quick and fast. And everything must be, as you are clicking on the thing like this, it must go. If it does not go, you are tuned off. That is lack of patience. I was saying this to the person, I said, I need help that I did not even know that I'm that impatient. To wait for an app to load for one minute, I signed off how many times? Until much later, I think I eventually did it. Because after that talk that I had with him, I now realized that I've been getting mail from these people. I said, oh, that means I did it. But I know that I didn't do it the first time, maybe the second time. Because the, I'm sure the third time I did it because I'm the pastor of this house. And it is our, it's our project. It is our medium. It's our platform. Amen? But that made me know that I can be impatient. Maybe you also have discovered that about yourself. That is something that God wants to fix and do this year. That is Christ finding more expression in you this year. That is you becoming more mature this year. That is kind of the kind of thing that the Lord wants to work on. Amen. So yes, have your plan. Once you have aligned what the, you have, you have found out what the plan of the Lord is for the year, align yourself with the Lord. Have your own plan. Have your plan. What dream do you have for this year? What dream? 
What dream do you have this year? What can you see yourself achieving this year? Where do you see yourself at the end of the year? Someone said one of the, well, the worst things that can happen to someone that is worse than being blind in two eyes is to have eyes, two physical eyes, and then you do not have vision. There is no vision. You don't have plans of where you want to see yourself. What You just you know, let it just, is it Akuna Matata? What will be, will be. Is that it? I'm always mixing that thing up. What will be, will be. You know, you're just allowing life to just drive you and drive you. You won't arrive at a place that you will be proud of. So please make up your mind. Do a plan. Have a vision of what you want at the end of this year. Give the Lord something to work with. That woman, the, the, the wife of the prophet that died, she was told, go get vessels, not a few. Get vessels. Allow the Lord to pour into them. Do you have vessels that you are presenting before the Lord this year? Are there things you are telling the Lord, I want to do this and I want to do that? I tell you, do not be considerate. Amen. Our God is, God is good. God is rich. He's plenteous in good things that you want. Amen. He said, a cattle upon a thousand hills belong to me. Silver and gold, they are mine. When you draw from the Lord, it's like water or no, going to an ocean. When you fetch a tanker from the ocean, do you feel it that a tanker has been fetched? No. You don't feel it. Even our houses, we have bowls in our houses. As we are taking water, does it look as if, you know, it's finishing? You now come tomorrow, they say you have to wait till before. If where things are running normally and you have, a good, you, have, you have good soil and good ground, you just, water, you just pump water every day, right? Do you think of where the next water that you're going to fill your tank with is going to come from? No. God is, 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 is resources, you cannot exhaust it. It's much. So do not say like I did with my brother. I said I was being considerate. And I still have that problem. You know, I still have a little bit of it. I'm better off now, but I can still be considerate. Because there was somebody I was talking to recently too that said, it's not for you. Don't, don't, that consideration is not for you. Please don't be saying that, uh, you know, you want to make it small. You want to... God is generous. God has, he, he is able to more than surpass your needs. Amen. So please... Get a plan for where you want to find yourself at the end of this year. Get a plan. Get a plan for your, how you want to develop this year. Physical, in your emotions, in your finances, in your work with the Lord, even social, in your work with people. Where you don't make a plan, you know, these things don't just happen. You are not the kind of person that loves to talk or carry on conversations. You, you, you are not really a friendly person. You can make up your mind that something is going to change about this this year. I want to do something about it. Amen. So put plans down. Let you see, these things take a lot of time. And that's why some of us run away from it. Because if you just but start somewhere, even if you tell yourself one hour, you are committing it to your life, your own development, your life development is more, is more than worth it. Sit down in that place. Give it big headings. Then maybe during the week, you can fill in the, the small, small details. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? This is, I want, to be, I want to be a more patient person. I want to be a more faithful person. I want to, some people don't like to commit to anything because they know that if they commit, the beginning is not the work, it's the sustaining it that is the problem. So because of that, they would rather not commit. But are you growing yourself? No. You are saving yourself. You, you, you are just, um, you are pushing forward what should be your development now, and it's not right. So please make up your mind that this year, I want to see growth. I want to see development in these areas and that area of my life. And so that you have something that you can pray over. So number four is to pray over it. And that is why a lot of, um, you know, Christian organizations, we take our time at the beginning of the year. To say we are fasting and fasting, some people do like half of the year because some people have done 150 days before, right? Yes, a church has done 150 days. That is what a whole half of the year, more or less, yeah? You know, some people do 50 days, some people do 21, 7, some people do 3. It's good to plan. After planning, pray. Water your plans. The word of the Lord says in Psalm 35, it says, commit your ways into the hands of the Lord. Let the Lord breathe upon it. Let the Lord breathe upon it. As you are committing your ways to the Lord, all this time that we are spending in fasting and praying, and I, I, I hope you've been participating. If you have not, we still have how many more days to go? Like three more days after today. 
Please, it's not too late. Join. Pray. Let the water of God come upon your plants. As we are praying, some of us, we are already receiving direction and, um, you know, um, um, instruction to change this. Change that one. That one, don't bother with it this year. Just leave it. We're already making adjustments. So if you do not pray, all of those benefits, you miss out on them. So plan and then pray over your, over your plants. Let the life of God touch them. Let the, plant, the, the life of God, the breath of God come upon your plants. Present your plans before the Lord. Present your year before the Lord. Present your relationships. Present your finances. Present everything you want to do. Your work. Present everything before the Lord. Project. There are some things that are not in your heart already that the Lord will bring later. Just pray and commit and let the Lord know that this is, I'm not going to do this with my strength. I'm trusting in you, O oh God. And then you can rise up from there, the number five, and start execution. Start execution. And as you execute, you are going to also adjust along the line. Because after planning, so your number five is what? Execution. Start execution. After praying. So we are going to, we're almost rounding up with our prayers. We round up prayers on Wednesday. And after that time, of course, as we were praying, we were doing things. But at least when we finish by Wednesday, we know the whole year is. Amen. It is, it is ahead of us. It is, it is there, just ahead of us. And the Lord can, as we start, as we continue to, you know, go into the year, the Lord can begin to change things. He can begin to adjust things. You have energy to run. You have, you have um, you know, sight of what the Lord wants to do in your life. And you can run with confidence also that you are not alone. Because you've gotten the help of God. You are, you, are, you are carrying the Lord along. Amen. You are going with his strength. You are going with his wisdom. You are going with his, with his energy into the year. So as we plan, we'll go on to do what? We, we plan, we pray, and then we'll go on to start executing. And lastly, as you are executing, you can trust the Lord to adjust your plans. Adjust your plans. God is free to adjust your plans. Tell yourself. That the Lord is free to adjust your plans. He's free to come in. The scripture says, you know, they, they planned, I think it was Apostle Paul, he planned to go into, into uh, um, I think it was Bithynia. He wanted to go into a place. The Spirit of the Lord forbade him. He said, no, don't go that way. He wanted to go in another way. He took initiative. The Spirit of God said, no. And then he heard that Macedonian call. He said, come and help us. So the Lord is free. After we have planned, it is not that now that I have planned, you now close your, close your paste it on the wall and say, now we run with this. And we are running without recourse to, the Lord is free to interrupt. He's free to change things. He's free to impress things on your heart and say, remove this one. Completely change this one. Move that one to third quarter. In fact, remove that other one. God is free to do it. This is how you maximize the season that the Lord has intended to give you his best. The season that the Lord has intended to open himself to you. This is how to maximize it. Do not just go into the year. You know, some people also just go on to pray and pray and, you know, pray, pray. And after prayers, they are not really looking for. And that's why some people out there just um, lambast us and give us names that, you know, all of them are praying now. They are praying. It's good to pray. But they'll say they are praying now because at the end of the day, at times, we finish the prayers and people are not seriously engaging with the year and running to execute things. After prayers, you, during prayers, you should have received instructions. You should have received directions. Your mind should be clearer of what the, the, the year should, will be for you. You should have a rough estimate of what the Lord wants to do. Amen. As we are praying into these different areas of our lives, you should have the Lord speaking to you. You should have him forming images in your mind. He should be engaging you and telling you some of the specific things that will happen this year. And we know that as you go into the year, you will still see some things will become clearer. But you should have like a big, um, is it big, big banner of what should, big banner idea rather, of what the year should be. After planning, praying, we go on to execute and we allow the Lord alter our plans, adjust our plans, and that is part of his help for us. The word of the Lord says in 1 John 5, 4, I want to you know, um, allow you just look at this, as, uh, you know, have it as, um, at the back of your mind. The word of the Lord says, whatever is born of the Lord overcomes what? The world. He overcomes the world, even our faith, whatever. 
whatever. He said, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. At the back of your mind this year, I need you to say to yourself that you are an overcomer. Amen. Even before you, you can see the end of January, I want you to say to yourself that this year is a great year for me. This year I am overcoming. This year I am, uh, the Lord is exceeding my expectation. He says if a chair is born of God, if it's possible for a chair to be born of God, it will overcome. Amen. Whatever challenges will come your way this year, you know, there are some things I believe should just be at the rock bottom of your life. There come rain or high water. There are just some things that I know. That God loves me. God is for me. Everything is working out for my good. These are things you need to say to yourself again and again, irrespective of what will come this year. The Lord Jesus did not say, take them out of this world. What did he say? He said he should leave us here, but the Lord should be with us. His presence is with you. Know that you are born of God. Say, I am born of God. And I overcome the world. I overcome the world this year, 2024. You are an overcomer. What you have intended, what you have planned, if you have plans, or if you're going to have plans after now, you're going to achieve it. The Lord will more than exceed your expectations and your plans for this year in Jesus' name. Tell yourself, I'm an overcomer. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even my faith. I have faith that I'm not going to allow anything take away from me. Faith that I am an overcomer. Faith that things are working out well for me this year. Make up your mind. Things will happen this year that will be good. Things will happen this year that will not be good. Things will happen this year that will shake you, that will, that will stretch you. It is not a prophecy of doom. It is how life is. Amen. And some things, you know, whatever it is that happens to you, you have three reactions or three choices to make. You can allow that thing to define you forever. Amen. Forever. Let it define you. Or you can, some people even go a step further. Allow it to completely destroy them. Stop them. But you can also allow it to strengthen you. Whatever that happens this year, make up your mind. I'm not going to allow it to define me. I'm not going to stay down there. I'm not going to allow it limit me, push me back, hold me back. No. But I'm going to allow anything, whether it is, especially if it is something that is not, you know, is not, um, 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 something that, that can, how do you call it now? That is a challenge. I'm going to allow it strengthen me this year. I'm going to allow it push me forward, push me more into God this year. Come rain or high waters, I know that I am overcoming. Come rain or high waters, I know that this life is a beautiful one. I know that my path is shining brighter and brighter this year. That is the plan of God for my life. He has said he's lifting me up this year so that I can behold his glory. So that I can hear his voice. And that is what I'm going to allow happen to me this year. In the name of Jesus. You also need to make up your mind. I, I, I would like to pray for three people. Just raise three prayer points. There are people here, you already know the plans and the purpose, or you have an idea of what the Lord has in mind for you this year. I just want to pray with those people. The people that, I want to start with people that you don't, you don't fully understand. And I don't want you to, to, to be timid. I don't want you to be shy this morning. This is the help of God to you. I want to pray for you that the light of God will come in your direction. That the light of God will come upon you. That his light will shine upon you. Shine upon your heart. Shine upon your path. And bring you illumination. Make you know what the Lord has in mind for you this year. So that you can run with it. If you don't have an understanding of what God wants to do in your life. You will just, you know, you will just go into, the, into this year. And at the end of the day you might not have anything much to show. So I want to pray first and foremost for as many people. You need help. Or maybe it's not very clear. You have been praying, but it has not become very clear. I, I, I want to pray for those people. It's not very clear yet what the Lord wants to do. You, you have been trying to find out, but you've not been able to understand it. I want you to just lift up your hands and I'm going to pray with you. You want me to pray with you? You want more clarity concerning what the Lord has in mind for you this year. You want greater clarity. I can see one hand. You want greater clarity. You, I can see two hands. I want you to just lift up your hands. Let me see your hands and I'm going to pray with you. Yes, I can see four, five, six. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask. I ask that your breath of life will come 
upon your sons, upon your daughters this morning, Father. I ask that you breathe upon them. Breathe upon them. I speak over your minds. And Fifata, be opened in the name of Jesus. Be opened in the name of Jesus. Be opened in the name of Jesus. I ask Almighty God that you will enable them. You will energize them, O oh God, to hear your voice. And to see what you are showing them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray this week, clarity comes to their minds. Even from now, clarity comes. As they sit down, Lord, clarity comes. It comes expressly, expressly. Lord, I pray that it will not be the light of 6 a.m., not the light of 9 a.m., but Lord, let it be like 12 noon. Let it be sharp. Let it be bright. Let it be clear in the name of Jesus. As they seek your face, O God, as they listen to hear your voice. I pray, let it come expressly. Let them know, Lord, what you want to do with them this year. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If you are here and you already know, and you just want me to just pray over it, you are asking, and this one I'm even going to pray for everybody. You are asking that the Lord will help you to be faithful to the things that he has shown you, to be committed to what he has shown you this year. I want to, if you, you just want me to pray with you, I, I want you to rise. In fact, I want everybody to rise. Just rise. I'm going to just pray over every one of us. And I want you to begin by praying. Pray for yourself. Ask that the Lord will help you to be faithful. This Matthew 5, 25 that we read, the scripture says concerning that, what the Master was commending at the end of the day was faithfulness. I want you to pray that the Lord will help you to be a more faithful person, first and foremost, to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Apostle Paul said, See, I, I did not I did not run away from that vision that was shown me. I didn't I didn't run away from it. I am I am saying yes to it. I'm committing myself to that vision. I want you to pray this morning. Pray that the Lord will help you. You need the Lord to help you to be faithful. This year, faithful, 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 faithful. Our God is a faithful God. That is why we can say tomorrow we come. Our God is faithful. That is why we can say by evening we are we, we are enjoying His own faithfulness. We need to be become as faithful as He is. I want you to pray that the Lord will help you to be faithful. The things He has committed into your hands, the things He has shown you. The Scripture says, when you are committed, you will enjoy more of His faithfulness. You will enjoy more of His commitment. Those people that traded with the goods they were given, the Lord came and he celebrated them. He said, come into more. There is more. I just gave you the five first. I just gave you the three first. There is more. Come into more. Come up higher. Get lifted. Get promoted. Get, 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 get tied to do more. Get saddled with more. In the name of Jesus, pray for yourself that you will be more faithful this year. Faithful to your development as a believer in Christ Jesus. Faithful, faithful, that the fruits of the Spirit, you will grow in them. Love, meekness, kindness, faithfulness, humility. In the name of Jesus, pray that you would develop more. In the name of Jesus, you would be faithful also in the things that the Lord has committed into your hands. The things He's shown you for this year. In the name of Jesus, they are going to mature as a Christian. You are going to go on and contribute your quota everywhere you find yourself. In your office, you are adding to the work that is going on in the earth. You are contributing to the development of the world. You are making the, this world a better place. You are making Nigeria, Abuja a better place through the things that you are doing in your office, through the things that you are doing in your business. You are meeting needs. You are bringing answers to problems. You are bringing solutions to problems in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray. I'm not going to be a consumer Christian this year. I'm going to contribute. I'm going to contribute. I will not just consume. I will add my own in the name of Jesus because I love the Lord. The word of the Lord says in John 3.16 For the Lord so loved the world God so loved the world that he gave You are telling yourself what am I giving this year? What are the things I'm giving? I want to give more of myself, of my time to help other people to bring solutions to their problems in the name of 
Jesus to bring smiles on their faces for several people. We're going to tell them about the Lord Jesus. We're going to draw them closer to the Lord. We'll give them an opportunity to trust the Lord. Some of them have run back because of bad experiences, but you're going to step out there and you're going to represent the Lord this new year in the name of Jesus. He's counting on you. He's depending upon you and you're, going to, you're not going to let him down this year with everything that you do in the name of Jesus. Pray for faithfulness this year. Pray that like these servants, as their master was commending them, the scripture says in verse 19, the master came back and he asked them to give an account. There will be an end of 2024. We will sit back and we will think, what has 2024 achieved? Who have I become? What has happened to me? What have I been able to attract? What have I been able to generate this year? In the name of Jesus, you want to look upon the end of 24, 2024 and be glad and be excited and be grateful to the Lord because you have allowed him work upon you. The Lord is going to stop you on your track several times this year. The Lord is going to say, not your way, but my way. Not your own way. For me, it is my own way. It is how I want it. And you are going to say, yes, sir. You will not struggle with the Lord. You will not insist on your own ways in the name of Jesus. Pray that the Lord will help you to be committed to him as a believer in Christ Jesus. Father, we want to maximize this season. We don't want to come to the end of the year and there's really nothing to show for it. In a time, oh God, where you have said you are lifting us, there are several things we want to begin to see. Lord, we pray that these things will begin to pop up in our lives, pop up in our, in our immediate environment, pop, pop up among us in the name of Jesus. Let the testimonies of God begin to come. Lord, we pray that we will take all of these six steps of God and we will ensure that we have done them so that we can make the most of this year, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Lord, we pray that at the end of the year, we will be faithful men and women, faithful to your cause, faithful, O oh God, to the things you want to do in our lives. We will not stop you in any way. We will not put brakes on you in any way. We pray that we will be malleable in your hands. We pray that we will be easy for you to walk on in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, O oh God, that your vision for our lives, let it become our own visions too. Give us vision. Give us vision. Give us vision. Let it be clear. Let it be clear, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we receive your help for everything that we have put down on in our books, everything that we've put down on our devices, the things we will yet put down for as many as are going back this week. Lord, I pray that you will breathe upon all of these plans. Breathe upon them, O oh God. Lord, we are looking forward to what this year will birth for us. We know that you have great plans. You have awesome plans for us all. And Lord, we do not want to fall short. We do not want to live below any of the sins that you have for us this year. Lord, we pray that you will help us to maximize the benefits that you have available for us. Help us, O oh God, to lay hold in the name of Jesus. We receive grace, O oh God to be faithful with these 365 days that you have given to us in this year 2024. We pray that at the end of the day, you will look. And Lord, we don't even want to get to the end of the year. With the end of each day, each week, each month, let us look, O oh Lord. We pray that you will look and you will say, well done, good and faithful servants, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We bless you this morning for what you have done and what you will yet do in the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Father, for we've prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. We believe you were blessed as you listened. Join us for a Sunday service at Metamorphosis Christian Center, Stanford Dialysis Building, beside Africa International College, opposite Sun City, Kaura District, Abuja. You can link with us on Facebook and YouTube at Metamorphosis NG. Metamorphosis Christian Center, reaching, raising, releasing.